الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم واذ ابتلى ابراهيم ربه بكلمات فاتمهن قال اني جاعلك للناس اماما قال ومن ذريتي قال لا ينال عهد الظالمين صدق الله العظيم most respected students of deen mothers and sisters I apologize for the short delay there was some problem in setting up the system last fazal that allah taala has given us this opportunity again in the short time whatever time is remaining inshallah we will discuss something with the hope that allah taala makes it a means of benefit for the speaker for the listeners makes it a means of us getting closer to him we have just witnessed the mubarak days of eid al adha allah taala out of his grace enabled us to be present in this day these mubarak days and we either personally engage in the qurbani of animals or we witnessed it or in any case we were part of this great celebration from before several weeks before we have been discussing many lessons and now that qurbani is over does it mean that the lessons are over no the lessons will carry on for life next year the qurbani will come again those lessons will be revised but it's not only for next year so therefore it is the same revision that is required of us to keep the spirit of qurbani alive allah tbaraka wa taala gave us this great ibadat so that we may infuse a certain spirit within us we may be inspired in a certain way so that inspiration is what is required of us so now we either way personally involved in sacrificing animals or we witnessed it happening etc what lesson did we take what message are we now carrying along with us so this is the issue this is the lesson this is the question that we need to reflect upon as we discussed in some of the programs previously this was a test that allah taala put hazrat ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam to and allah taala says wa idh ibtala ibrahim rabbuhu bi kalimatin fa atammahun allah taala put him through a test he passed the test with flying colors we know the incident very well we have revised it a few weeks ago also so that is the test allah taala put him through and like that allah taala has created us also and put us through a test that was the test ibrahim islam was put through we are also in a test allah taala says regarding insan inna khalaqnal insana min nutfatin amshajin nabtali fajalnahu sami'an basira that we created this insan nabtali so that we may test him we are also in this test and then allah taala says fajalnahu sami'an basira that we gave him all these faculties of sight of hearing of speech of all the various things 
We made him a person, a human being who can listen, who can hear. We gave him ears. We gave him the faculty of hearing. Why? We will now test him. How does he use his ears? Does he listen to that which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with? Or does he listen to that which Allah Ta'ala has forbidden? And we have made him basir. We have given him the faculty of sight. He can see with his eyes. Now, we are going to test him in this. How does he uh, use this gift of sight? Does he use it to look at what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden? Or does a person use this gift of sight to look at the Quran Sharif, look at one's parents with love, look at the things Allah Ta'ala has made permissible, but to close this eyes from everything that Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Like that, all the various other faculties Allah Ta'ala has given us, the heart, the mind, what a great na'mat of Allah Ta'ala. What a tremendous na'mat. Imagine if the person, this gift of the mind, Allah Ta'ala snatches it away. What will be the end result? The person will be insane. And an insane person, how does an insane person behave? We know. The person sometimes is beyond control. They put the person in an asylum. And in the asylum, they can't control the person. They chain the person up sometimes. The person is put into a kind of, like a jacket, which is made of uh, steel, etc. And the person is now locked up into it. He can't move his hands, can't move, can't run. The person just keeps sitting there and shouting, Allah forbid, Allah Ta'ala save us. What a tremendous gift this mind is. Now, how is this mind used? This heart, how is it used? This is the test. What does the person use this mind to think about? Does the person use this mind to think about that which Allah Ta'ala speaks about in the Quran Sharif? That, إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَوْضِ وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ لَآيَاتٍ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ That in the creation of the heavens and the earth, and the night, of, night and day, the changing of the night and day, one comes, the other goes. And all the other things Allah Ta'ala has created around, Allah Ta'ala says, they are signs for the intelligent in all these things. And who are the intelligent? الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Those who remember Allah Ta'ala in every posture, standing, sitting, reclining, and وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ They use this mind to ponder and to think about the creation of the heavens and the earth. That Subhanallah, Allah Ta'ala created this. And this entire sky is aloft without any pillar. This earth is spread around. Then these mountains on it. Then the seas, the oceans. And the person observes all this. And he says, Subhanak, ma khalaqta hadha batilan subhanak faqina adab nar That, O oh Allah, O oh Rabb, you have not created all this in vain. Now he came to the recognition of Allah Ta'ala. Observing the things around, the person is engaging his heart and mind in thinking about these things positively. Now that is the test of the heart. Oh, is the heart sitting and fantasizing, haram Allah Ta'ala save us. Is the heart planning and scheming how to go about things which Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. That I can really outsmart anyone and everyone. No rules are good enough for me. I can go beyond all the rules in a way that nobody will even know what I did. 
Now the person is using the mind and the person is feeling very proud about himself or herself. So how I did it? But did what? We managed to hide from Allah Ta'ala. We managed to conceal what we were doing from Allah Ta'ala. Impossible. It is only Allah Ta'ala's tolerance, Allah Ta'ala's clemency, that Allah Ta'ala does not crack the whoop in that moment every time. And it is part of the test as well. When a person thinks the person got away one time, they say, well, I can get away the second time also, then the third time also, the person is ducking and diving and thinking, well, I am so smart. Just look at how I, others, they are all fools. They don't know how to go about it the right way. Actually, the wrong thing, but the person now, shaitan and nafs, start working on this person, that you can, you're too smart. Others don't know how to do it correctly. They get caught, but you won't get caught. So shaitan drives the person in this way forward, in the wrong. Until when the person has been given one chance, two chances, Allah Ta'ala is giving rope, and Allah Ta'ala is giving chances to come back. But the person persists, the person takes no heed. Then, suddenly, the person gets caught completely off guard. Now the person wonders what happened. Now it's too late to think what happened. So this was the test, that how is his heart and mind going to be used? Is it going to be used to wish well for everybody? Because this is also the test of the heart and mind. Is it going to be used to wish well for one's brothers and sisters, for one's neighbors, for one's friends, for those who are associated to one in any way, that they must all prosper, they must all progress, they must all have the best of dunya and akhirat, that dua comes out of the heart for them, that everybody must have the best. Now this is part of the test. We discussed this previously, that this heart is also part of the test. So this is that revision that we are being given, that this lessons that we learned before Qurbani is not something to close a chapter about. Now this test is carrying on. And we are expected to keep revising this. Within ourselves, within our heart. This is a lesson. And إِذَا تَكَرَّرَ تَقَرَّرَ When these lessons inshallah will be repeated. We speak about it repeatedly. We hear about it repeatedly. Then inshallah there is hope that inshallah it will start settling in the heart. It's not something that we heard it and we forgot about it and life carries on. Then we haven't achieved anything. Now the last time that we discussed these lessons, between then and now, it is something for us to reflect upon. That how much did I start bringing this within myself? Becoming conscious of the test of my heart. Becoming conscious of the test of my tongue. What am I saying? Am I saying that which will join and unite people? Am I saying that which will cause dissension? Which will break family ties? Which will break the love between sisters? which will break the muhabbat between maybe mother and daughter, which might create friction between mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. Now these things unfortunately are realities of life, that just for my own purposes, I will say something which will make two other people fight, so that I will get my way. Now if those two people are at loggerheads, they are fighting it out with each other, then I can continue with what I need to get. And if they are together, then my 
what I want to get will become difficult for me. So now I must do something, say something to make the other two people fight and I can get my way through. These are common issues that keep carrying on in society and these problems keep coming up. So this is the tragedy that we have forgotten that this tongue is part of the test. Now I am saying something that is going to cause friction, going to cause problems, going to poison somebody's mind about the next person. So how am I going to answer in front of Allah wa ta'ala, that I failed the test about my tongue? I just said something, well this person doesn't like you, or this person was saying something wrong about you, whereas that never happened. That is one part of it, that that never happened. Now we are relating one thing from one person to the next person, from one friend to the next friend. We saying, this friend, uh, so and so said this about you. That person never said it. Now we cause that friction between those two friends. So one is that it is a total lie. So that becomes bohtan. Now we fail the test of our tongue. We made bohtan. And supposing if it was true, supposing if it was true, then we fail the test of our tongue in terms of carrying tales, namima, which is a very serious crime also. Now we carried this tale from here to there so that now we create this friction. And it became ghibat also. And we failed the test of our tongue. So what a severe thing is that we don't... Now the way this comes from, that we forgot the lesson of Qurbani. Just as a message that when life carries on, we forget the lessons of Qurbani. So we just, just start saying anything. We start looking anywhere. We start listening to anything. Because Qurbani was a ritual for us. So then life will carry on. But if Qurbani was a message, if Qurbani was an ibadat, which had come to us with a lesson, and we took that lesson, then now we will be very much more careful with all these things. Now what are we looking at? If I'm looking at the wrong thing, I'm, I fail the test, and I have learned nothing from the lesson of Qurbani. If I'm listening to the wrong thing, I fail the test, and I haven't learned the lesson of Qurbani. If I am thinking the wrong things, I am churning up ideas in my mind of how to do wrong. Of how to try and duck and dive and do something which is not correct. Then I haven't learned the lesson of Qurbani and I have forgotten that my heart is in a test. And likewise the rest of life is a test. It is a test. We cannot escape this test. We are already in this test. And now that we are in this test, we have to make the best effort to pass the test. Allah Ta'ala has made it very simple. A person just makes a basic minimal effort. And Allah Ta'ala will open the way for him. And Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah, many a person, many people, they themselves write and they explain their own background, that this is where I came from, this is what I was involved in, this is how steeped I was in all these vices. And it seemed that there was no way that I could ever get out of these things. And then somebody advised them, somebody encouraged them. And they say that after that little encouragement that somebody gave them, whoever it was, somebody close to them, somebody distant from them, but somebody advised them, somebody encouraged them. And this is another lesson that we don't write of anybody. We don't write of anybody. We have no idea what somebody's potential is. And tomorrow, what, what heights somebody will achieve, we have no idea. And it keeps happening. It keeps happening all the time, in front of our eyes. 
that people who society had written off, people who their parents had written off, people who had written off themselves, and this is not just hearsay, this is what the first-hand comments people made about themselves, that I don't think there's ever any chance that I'm going to become a good person. I'm a goner. This is the kind of words they use. I am down and out. There's nothing that can happen now to take me out of this mess. People who wrote themselves off. But then somebody or the other advised them, inspired them in some way. And Allah Ta'ala's fazal came. The person made some basic effort. And the person says, Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah, with that little bit of effort, with that little bit of raising the hands and asking Allah Ta'ala, with making two rakats, nafil namaz, salatu tawbah, and begging Allah Ta'ala for His forgiveness, making sincere tawbah, and then making some small efforts to start moving in the right direction. And those small efforts also brought such great benefit that Allah Ta'ala opened the doors, and what seemed to be impossible, that became possible. What seemed impossible to give up, it became possible to totally throw it out of one's life. And all the things that seemed like this would be a very boring life and a very uh, difficult life that a person now becomes engaged in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, the person now says that I have the true enjoyment of life now. So this is something that those who made the little effort, they took the few steps towards Allah Ta'ala. And they made that amal on fafirru ilallah, that flee towards Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. The lesson that Yusuf taught us, when he was being tested, he was tested, and he was locked behind seven doors, and he was being enticed towards haram. But he didn't for one moment turn towards that direction. He took a U-turn and fled towards Allah. He fled towards the locked doors, and the locked doors miraculously opened one after the other, because he did what was in his capacity, Allah Ta'ala did the rest for him. So this is something that Allah Ta'ala's mercy has engulfed, and has embraced people, numerous people, and it keeps happening all the time, people who made that one, took one step towards Allah Ta'ala, and Allah Ta'ala opened the doors out to them. So we should also now be taking this lesson of Qurbani, that this was not some event that came and went, we enjoyed the occasion, we now are perhaps still enjoying the meat of the animals, so that is fine now, whatever was to have been done is over, and we now close the chapter and carry on with life, like nothing happened. No, this ibadat came to tell us that something great is to be taken out of it. And therefore we find that deen has placed us physically into all these ibadats. We physically perform the qurbani because we need to take a message from it. We need to take lessons from it. That what is our level of submission? Are we passing the test? Now very soon the tests will come, examinations will come. Examinations in the madrasa, examinations in schools and wherever else. Many, many people will be now worried about the exams that would be coming. Now why would be worried? Exams are coming, so, so what? What's the big deal about it as they say? Why must a person be anxious? Why must the person be concerned? Why will people curtail all the various other social, social activities? And even the weekends they will start spending to study 
and to get their work thoroughly learned, what will be the need for this? And you don't need to encourage a person who has little bit of understanding also of what this exam is. You don't need to encourage that person much. In fact, sometimes no encouragement is required. The person who was lazing around for the bulk of the year also, that person also gets into the motion and the person now is spending the weekend also learning. Why? Because we understand that this exam, if a person passes, then this is the benefit of it. If the person fails the exam, then this is the harm. We understand all this. And especially those in schools and universities, they see all the big money that is floating behind the exam. That if I pass this exam and I get my degree and then I will be able to get a job and some profession and behind this profession is all this dunya. So that greed of the dunya, the need of the dunya also, if the person is doing something within the permissible limits, provided it is within the permissible limits, to earn a halal living, alhamdulillah, no problem. But the person is being motivated by that dunya. So that dunya is making the person study in the weekends, the person is curtailing the social activities, the person, nobody can even convince the person that leave your studying now and come have this braai and be going about to have a holiday or we're going to visit here and there and everywhere, nothing. The person is concentrating on the examination, on the test, I need to pass. So likewise, this life is a test. And the person who has recognized it is a test. And I need to pass this test. My life could be gone before the end of this day, before the end of this hour, before the end of this gathering. Am I going to pass? How did I live my life thus far? So, if I want to pass, then I got to do what is necessary. I will have to keep myself within the restrictions. I will have to curtail the things that are not correct for me. The things that will become an obstacle towards passing. I would have to remove that out of my life. So therefore, the main issue is to recognize that we are all the time in this test. Before we say something, Reflect upon this. This is a test. Allah Ta'ala says, Say to my servants, they should say that which is best, which is better. Don't say the wrong thing. Listen, listen to the correct thing. We're looking at something, look at what is correct. Our hand, what, what is it holding? Where are we going to? Which site are we going to? What calls are we making? Where are we chatting? What is it dialing? So this is all part of the test. Is he going to get us involved in something haram? Then we are failing the test. And if it is taking us closer to Allah Ta'ala, then Alhamdulillah, we are passing the test. So these exams that will come, this is another reminder again. These little exams that come in the world, in madrasa, in schools, etc. This is another reminder that there is a bigger test that we are part of. Right now we are living the test. Then there is a test in the qabr. There's the questions of the grave. Then there's a test of the day of Qiyamah. The questions that will be asked on that day. But the questions of the Qabr and the day of Qiyamah, the answers for that cannot be prepared in theory. That a person sits and learns some book and studies some material and the person will pass. The answers on, in the Qabr and the answers on the day of Qiyamah will depend on how the person passed the test of life while living, while the person was on the face of this earth. If the person passed this test while living, then the person will pass the test after death. And the person who failed the test while living, 
that when the Christians will be asked in the grave, the person will say, ha ha la adri, I don't know the answer to this. Though the theory, the person know, knows very well and learned very well. So this is what we have to keep reflecting upon, revising among ourselves. Keep thinking about this. Use that heart and mind to surround and think about it from time to time. Daily spend a minute or two to think about it. That today I am going to be in this test of the day. What am I going to do? Or at the end of the day, what, how did I spend my day? Did I pass this? Mark our day. Give ourselves the marks. We will be able to mark our own day. That I failed in this, I passed in this. What kind of day was it? Now, after having marked our day, make a firm resolve for the next day. That tomorrow I am going to spend my day in such a way that I will inshallah pass the day with the help of Allah Taala. So then we have learned something from the ibadat of Qurbani. It didn't just come as an event and went away. And we say, well, we heard the story last year also. And we heard it the previous year also. Nothing new. Same old story. The Quran Sharif is the same Quran Sharif that was revealed more than 1400 years ago. The same Quran Sharif. And the same incidents in the Quran Sharif. And the tilawat of the same incidents we are required to make. And daily people make tilawat. Some of them make 5 paras daily, 10 paras daily, some 15 paras daily. Allah's servants they are who make one Quran Sharif daily. So they daily are reciting the same Quran Sharif. And daily they are reading the same incidents. Reciting the same incidents. Allah Ta'ala is making us repeat it. So that we keep taking the lesson. It's not something that is an event came and went, and that's the end of it. So may Allah wa Ta'ala give us the tawfiq to live the lessons of Qurbani, keep revising it within our hearts and mind, with our friends, keep reminding ourselves of the test that we are living in, and keep marking our day to see are we passing or which direction we are going in. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la nuhsi thana'an alayk anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Jazallahu anna nabiyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu. Rabbana ghalamna anfusana wa illam takhfil lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin. Rabbi khfir warham wa'afu wa takarram. وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت الأعز الأكرم ربنا تبفنا مسلمين وألحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه جمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين